execute order 66. I'm a desperate man. Send lawyers, guns and money. This shit has hit the fan. Jeepata Bread, the Bad Batch has arrived. May the 4th. It's May the 4th. May happy the 4th Star be Wars with Day. you. Yes, happy Star Wars happy Day indeed. Star Wars Day. So we're doing a little uh, special record tonight after watching uh, the first episode of the Bad Batch, Aftermath. Um, let's get into a little time warp here. <laughs> So, what do we got for an air date on this? Aftermath, Bad Batch, Season 1, Episode 1, air date May 4th, 2021. (laughs) Care to guess what the number one song in America was on May 4th, 2021? I love the fact that you told me that you were going to do this and I still didn't bother to look anything up. (laughs) I didn't bother to look up uh, what the number one song in America is. I don't give a shit. I have no idea. It's Post Malone something something. He's still around? Oh, yeah, he's around. God, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm very bad at modern music. Just throw a guess out there. I'm just going to put... Just throw a guess out there. For what? Post Malone? Yeah, no, just for right. The, what the number one song in America is right now. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. I have never heard this song. I have no idea. It's called Save Your Tears by The Weeknd and Ariana Grande. Probably not as good as this. I bet you could guess the number one movie in America. My wild guess would be. I don't watch TV anymore. I have no idea what's even out. And it's in the middle of COVID, so. Uh, Let's see here. My guess is going to be Mortal Kombat. Let's see if I'm right. Mortal Kombat just recently came out. Domestic box office. Separation? Separation? Damn, these movies are not making anything, dude. COVID has changed everything. So this was opened in 1,751 theaters, and it made $680,000 on Friday, $693,000 on Saturday, $420,000 yesterday. That's insane. And $120,000 on Monday. Separation. That is so low. That is insane. Uh, so it's a young girl finds solace in her artist father and the ghost of her dead mother. All right, no whatever. Idea. That was one of the what. This is one of the years where the Academy Award nominees came out. And it was like I had heard of yeah, I don't know two what of these those are. movies. Yeah, I don't know. I I think this is it for me in movies. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Unless it's Star Wars or you know like Star Trek or something. I'm probably not going back, baby. It's done. It's hey, done. You really got to knock your socks off. This was not an eternal frame. I said frame, not flame. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Not much of a time warp there. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. So, this is going to be a little bit of an informal episode. Um, we are not going to do a scene by scene breakdown like we do for the Clone Wars. One, that would take us seven hours at the pace <laughs> that we go at. Um, two, I haven't been able to illegally steal the clips from Disney yet. So, here we are. We are just going to do a just a basic discussion of what our initial 
thoughts were and how we feel about what, it going forward, what we hope to see. And for you, the listener, me and Tom have not discussed this between the two of us yet. So we have no idea what, what yes, each other thought. Very little texting today, too. We were both busy at work. Um, so we have not talked about this at all. Um, we have not discussed it at all. And so it la- was it last night that you powered through? I powered through the first four episodes of season seven. Yep. So I did watch ahead a little bit. Some minor spoilers for me that were kind of unavoidable. What were the spoilers? Oh, fucking Trench. For oh, one. yeah. Trench for one. Good Lord. Echo. Apparently Echo becomes a big character and yeah, now he's yeah. in the Bad Batch. So, um, like, I think we've seen Echo in two episodes so far. Yeah, because he was watch in... through, And he wasn't, I mean, he was in Clone Cadets and he was in Rookies. Yep. Yep. Um, but it's not like you ever got the sense that he was going to play a big role. Yeah. So um, the only one that really struck a chord with me out of those episodes was heavy because he was just always running into fire. <laughs> he's very wrecker like only he's a reg, you know, yeah. heavy was a wrecker like well, only thing, a reg. Yeah. The big thing is like Rex and echo are supposed to be the two that came out of that class that are like still around. And so when echo goes away, Rex finds himself. No, wasn't now Rex showed up. In rookies, Rex shows up with Cody, so Rex was already a captain. Is so it? he is not in that. No, he was not in that group. Oh, but you're his right. first interaction no, 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 with no, them no, was no. in uh, was in rook I'm was thi- in cadets. I know rookies. I'm thinking of fives. Fives. Fives yes. is with them. Yes, but even fives we don't really know that much about yet right. in our watch. So that's something that we're going to get to down the line. So there were some minor spoilers for me. Um, Obi Wan still an absolute beast. <laughs> Tell Padme I said hi. What a <laughs> fucking king. What a fucking king. Chris Bond's day. Chris Bond's day. Um, so, yeah. Um, the fanciest of lads. He's the fanciest of lads. And a uh, little, little upcoming tidbit for one of the upcoming episodes. We just did get introduced to Corky. <laughs> Corky Kenobi or not? I don't know. We will discuss. Um, I have my pros and cons. Of him possibly being, but we will discuss that in a formal episode of the Clone Cast. Before we get into the actual episode one of Bad Batch, Uh what did you think of the first four episodes of season seven of Well, the first thing that really hits you right in the face is the uptick in animation. It's unbelievable. And it's not like they polish the characters up a little bit. Like they look a little different. Obi-Wan looks a little more aged. Um, Anakin looks a little more aged, I guess you could say, but... Um, they're still true to the original designs. What I did notice, though, was like the attention to detail on like an explosion yeah. or a crash, just like the particles flying up yep. and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I, that was the biggest thing that I noticed. Well, and the, the thing, too, that I don't know if it's a technical limitation or if they just got better directors, but some of the like framing in the camera shots, like they do weird things like unfocusing the background and focusing in on the foreground and like that well, type of stuff like the opening scene where they fly into the uh, republic base yeah like it's crazy like how the camera is just like panning straight through yeah. and you see all the stuff going on and like the landing pad and all this stuff so yeah i mean and that obviously translated to the bad batch like much the same art style um very impressive on the graphics and it's kind of funny from where we started in november when we started doing this and we would just look at the animation. <laughs> and we, God, 
it, so there's just a lot of strain. It's just it's come a long just way. Anakin walking One, across I assume, a hangar. Yeah. We were both like, Jesus Christ, yeah, like, that looks awful. Does, yeah, does he tear an ACL? Like, what's going on there? He's just falling. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So the show has come a long way on the animation front. Uh, I think the storytelling has gotten obviously better, and but we're starting to see that where we're at now. Yeah. Um. But it. Well, it, I think you know. And that I think also comes from the We've fact come that on. this is this is so season seven. You have six previous seasons that you're able to pull from and kind yeah. of reference and that type of thing. And we, you know, the one thing that I am thinking about when we talk about how they've come so far in the storytelling was remember when Rex got his leg broke and <laughs> literally was walking on it ten seconds later. Remember that. That was, walking, that was probably one of the first five running, episodes. Running down a corridor, chasing yeah. someone. Yeah. And it's just, it's come so far. It has come so far, and it's a joy to watch. Like, I enjoyed it back then, but when you look back on it, it's it's crazy how much better the show has gotten already. And we're in season three, and then when you jump forward like this, insane. Yeah. It's insane. It's movie quality. Yeah. It's movie quality. It's like I'm watching a movie. I, like, And that's kind of how I felt watching this episode. This first episode was like a movie. It was this, a movie. This could have been released in theaters. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Compared to the other theatrical yes. release of The Clone Wars that we got to watch. I would rather... Absolutely. Now, if they put a Bad Batch movie in theaters, you could get me back out to a movie theater. Yeah. I'll go back to a movie theater. I kid. I kid. I, it's not dead to me yet. But... Um, do you know what we got to do? What? In... I only recently rent a theater and play the Bad Batch on it. No, I only recently uh, heard of it. Have you heard of The Void? Do you know what that is? The Void. Yeah. Is that a movie? No. So The Void is a... I mean, I tweet into The Void all the time. <laughs> That's when I get no interaction on my tweets. The Void is a VR experience where it's, it's like a giant room mm -hmm. type situation, but they actually construct physical elements. And you're wearing a VR getup the whole time, but as you come up across characters, as you like Wait, walk across Star a Wars? bridge, there is a Star Wars version of it where you're walking through an Imperial base. There is a thing at the Mall of America. Is that it? That's the void. Okay, we got to go do and that. And I would do an episode. I learned it. about it just as COVID hit, so all that shit got locked down the yeah. second I learned about is it. Is it there now though? I don't know. I know. I know. It the was void right by the uh, by the by the mini golf place yeah. right yeah the void is still there i don't know if they still have the star wars thing there want but i have heard that like there's a part in it where you walk over a bridge and there's lava underneath the bridge and you feel heat they have like heaters underneath the bridge That's so that, cool. like puts heat up to you are you on like mustafar i don't know we need to go find i know we need we to find out to. this is open and if it's not there we'll just go to the underwater world we'll go in the tube <laughs> Have you been in the tubes before? Oh, yeah. All of the tubes. Not, not since uh, since I was in, like, fifth grade. But if you move too quick, you'll get through the tubes too quick. We'll pretend that we're on Mon Calamari. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a trap. Um, So, the Bad Batch, what are your first thoughts? What are, What is one moment that kind of just grabbed you? Oh, God. Well, I... Right away. Okay, so right away, in the first five minutes, I legitimately, and I... Hand to God, even though I'm, you know... Hand to God... <laughs> Goosebumps. Yeah. When they, or, all right. Now, this will be, there will be spoilers in here. So if oh, yes, you haven't please, watched yet, please turn it off now because we're about to start talking about things. Okay. And, all right. I'm going to give you 
uh, looking at you, Big Daddy, and as soon as that's over, I'm spoiling shit. Oh, I'm looking right at you, Big Daddy. Okay, spoiler. Um, turn it off now. So, when uh, they got the message to execute Order 66 <sighs> with Deepa Bilaba. Well, even before that. Like, just the very first camera shot, like you were talking about. Well, yeah, it was similar just to the first. showcasing yeah. the entire battlefield, like yeah. both sides coming together. But going up into this, the one thing I was hoping that they were going to do is kind of bridge that gap between the fall of the Republic and the start of the Empire. And, like, that yeah. transitionary period. And the one thing I was hoping they were going to cover is, like, what they were doing in Order 66. It was crazy. And it was in the first two minutes. The way they executed it was perfect. And, like, I got goosebumps when um, Caleb, Rebels, right? Yeah, when yeah, Caleb, yeah. little Padawan, when he started running back for his master, because he was going with the Bad Batch to go ahead. Uh -huh. They were like, oh, I like this kid, you know? And it was great, and it was cute, and it was fun, and then it got dark. Yeah. Quick. And when he was running back there, I got fucking goosebumps, dude. That was like the way they executed that scene. Fucking perfect, dude. Yeah. And the way she was like, run. Like the voice acting, the animation, everything. Perfect, dude. Like that was the best. Like, you know, you see Order 66 in Revenge of the Sith. And I think it's a well done scene. But it's cutting and it's here and it's there and it's yep. there. And you see so much like just being on the ground level of it, like right in the middle of it was fucking Dude, I couldn't have asked for more out of that scene. It and, was perfect, And man. you haven't even seen Rebels yet. No, I have not seen Rebels. I know who he is, though. Okay. Like, I know of him. I know who he is. I have a base knowledge of him. When he came out in this scene, did you know right away? I immediately away? knew okay. who it was. Okay. Yes. I mean, I have a base knowledge of it. I want to watch Rebels now. But yeah, we got to figure something out. But you were just like, nope, we're doing Rebels after the Clone Wars. So, like... I'm he, Adam is Adam is cock blocking me from watching Rebels. <laughs> so please write into us at clonecastpod at gmail.com to say, hey, Tom can watch Rebels now and still review it later. That's fine. You're already stopping him from watching all these episodes of the Clone Wars. <laughs> Just fucking God. Anyways, um, yeah, that scene was fucking awesome. Oh, it yeah. was fucking great. And uh just and then then the fallout of that scene and how he freaks out and he's like, oh, crap, they're coming after me well, and he runs. And ever since the Bad Batch got introduced in season seven, from that point moving forward, that was a question in my mind is, OK, Order 66 happens. What happens? What's going on with these guys? Because yeah. we all know what happens with well, everyone else. The explanation but... they had for it was pretty much what I expected. Yeah. Like they were the Bad Batch. They had a different design. And so that... But, I mean, as we find out with Crosshair, he still had a little tinkling oh, of yeah, it, yeah. and he was really fucking annoying in this episode. I'm so <laughs> glad they got rid of him. That was my first notes, was I was like, boy, Crosshair sure is a dick. He was a dick in the first four episodes. Like, he was the grumpy kind of, yeah, like, yeah. I don't say much, but, like, I didn't hate him. I fucking hate him this episode, and by all means, they did a good job, because it looks like he's going to be one of the main baddies this season. What the hell does he have stuck between his teeth? That's my question. He's got a, isn't he a toothpick? No, I'm saying what is stuck between his teeth that he needs a oh. toothpick in his mouth? No, he's just like that um, for the entire goddamn. I think <laughs> in like sorry. 1957, if I you know. were going to be a tough guy, you had to have a toothpick in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you also had to, you also had to put a bullseye around your eye. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that opening scene, the first, I think I paused it at 12 minutes and I texted you. I was like, I'm blown away already. Yeah. I was just. It's incredible. It's, yeah. it's just they executed it perfectly. And there are scenes in Rebels where, 
where Caleb finally kind of breaks down and like says what happened to him and his master and it like perfectly lines up So they up lined with it this, up perfectly and with that. it's just it's great. Yeah. Um so that was a great scene. Uh just so just right off the bat it's sucking you in. Um I don't know. What did you think of Omega? I thought it was interesting cuz I, I love so Omega. When they f- when I first saw her in the trailers, <laughs> I thought like this could go one of two ways. There's not going to be much gray in here. It's either going to be real bad or real good. And boy, did I come down on the good side. Yes. Fucking amazing. She's so great. I am moving to New Zealand just so I can sound like that. That so if I ever like if I ever uh get married and have a kid, like when my wife is pregnant, we are moving to New Zealand just so my child can sound like Omega. It is it, it is, is the best voice I've ever heard. It is great that they continue to they cast one New Zealander as a clone, and from that point they're like, All right, well I guess we gotta cast everyone from New Zealand yeah. that has anything to do with Camino. <laughs> yes. Um Well, but, she is a clone. As we yes, found out, yeah, she yeah, is yeah, a clone. Yeah. Now, I wonder one, I wonder if we'll find out how old she is. Because as we know, she is from the, you know, the Bad Batch, per yeah, se. Yeah. She's, she's like the hybrid type. Well, and it's still unclear. Do they have advanced aging? Do they not? Like, I would, Yeah, I mean, did they hit a certain age and then it stops? Yeah. Because um, I'm assuming they advanced quickly, at least through their adolescence. So, I don't know. Maybe Omega was made for Jango Fett. Maybe he wanted a daughter. You know, maybe yeah. that might be the case. And then he goes off and gets his head chopped off. So the voice actress, too, I looked her up. Her name is Michelle Ang, okay. A-N-G. Um, and she, so if you had to guess, and I'll even show you a picture. Um, and I immediately was like, oh, they got a child actress from New Zealand. She's 27. She's from New Zealand. Yeah. So right away, she's like. Got the accent down. She's 27 years old. That's my guess. All That's right. what you're asking me to guess. Michelle Ang is 37 years old. Ooh. She is damn near 40 years old. Is she old. married? I didn't look that I'm up. I'm going to follow her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's foxy. But I I was convinced it was an actual child oh, doing yeah. the voice acting. Well, with Caleb, I'm assuming that's the same that voice. That is Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like... They didn't try. I don't think they tried to change like the pitch or no. anything on it. Like there's no, he sounds like he's a full grown adult, but I think Omega is supposed to be before puberty. So she still has that childlike quality where I think Caleb is right around. If I had to guess 15, something like that. 16. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So also showing up in this episode, um, mega Omega was great. Uh, animation was great. That opening scene was great. Crosshair's a dick. And know who else is a dick? Oh. Tarkin. What a piece of shit. Ooh. That guy. Do not I like. have I have missed him so much. He is the perfect bad guy. He now. is such a good bad guy. God, he sucks. So we always call Obi-Wan the fancy lad. But, oh, my God. Tarkin is if the. If there is ever Tarkin a fancy the, lad yeah. show off between those two, I don't know who's coming up the winner. Well, Obi-Wan is the Christ figure fancy lad, and Tarkin is the anti-Christ fancy lad. He is the bad boy. That voice is so great. Yes. And just the way, like, he talks down to everybody. You can see Everybody. Why, you can see why Palpatine, like, really likes this guy. Yeah. Now, what I want. Now, we, we're going to talk about some things that we want to see. Yeah. I want to see Tarkin in a room with Palpatine. That would be great. 
I want to see what Tarkin is like when his boss is around. I think we've only seen that once, and that was at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They don't talk to each other. They don't talk. Other. You don't really know anything. But we got you, the you, Emperor yeah, Vader it. and Tarkin in you the same yeah. place for a minute. Looking out at the Death Star. I want to see that. I think that would be fucking That would be great. Awesome. And I'm just kind of curious what Tarkin... Because we've only ever seen him. And honestly, like, in A New Hope, it's almost like he's not Vader's boss. He's not Vader's commanding officer. But I think they almost strike it as like the same level. They have some kind of weird relationship because like he has no qualms with saying Vader release him. Yeah, in as you wish. And Vader just called me like, all right. Like he's not Vader's clearly not gonna be intimidated by anybody. Yeah. But it's an interesting dynamic that we've seen. So we've never seen Tarkin kind of like up against a wall. Yeah. I want to see him maybe get bitched out by the Emperor and kind of see a different side of Tarkin. I think that would be really well, and fucking that was cool. one of my favorite parts about you know I'm a huge Rogue One fan like yes. I love that movie that's an that might be the best that Star Wars movie, movie is so goddamn good it's perfect and the biggest conflict in the movie takes place it, it's like an office politics squabble where Tarkin's trying to take credit for the Death Star <laughs> and, yeah. a, and a middle manager is like you can't do that to me sure. And that's the main plot point, and it actually has stakes. Yeah, it's like not only is Tarkin a prick on, just like on the surface level, but like even doing shit like this, he's yes. like jackass too. Yeah, poor director Krennic. Gosh, I loved him as a bad guy too. He was great. My favorite director of all. Time. I love, I love the White Imperial. Martin Scorsese and Krennic, my two favorite directors of all time. The White Imperial outfit. It's great. Uh, it's a good one. I always go with the White Imperial outfit. Yolaren. 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 Yeah. Fancy lad. Another fancy lad. <laughs> Star Wars is just the battle of the fancy lads, is it not? Oh, and then Anakin so is like the American soldier that just wants to blow shit up. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what it is. So, um, yeah. So that's one thing I really want to see. Another thing I really want to see is I want to see animated Anakin like in his back to tank, just kind of like getting treated for wounds or something. <laughs> like I want to see animated Anakin, this this fucking prick that I've come to hate. <laughs> if you've been listening to the clone cast, you know that son of a bitch pisses me off almost on a weekly basis. Well, and so so I want to see him just like in his back to tank with both his legs off and he's just kind of floating aimlessly. <laughs> well, and we got a glimpse of that in Rogue One, but yes, a little but bit I more, want more yeah, of that. Yeah. Like that's the kind that's the scene in Rogue One that I literally like pause and I'm like well, you know, the like, thing about it too is so like time time-wise, uh so spoilers, I'm sure you've looked it up. Vader does make an appearance in Rebels. Yes. So we do get a little bit of Vader this is, that's in That's one Rebels. of these spoilers that I cannot avoid. Yes. I know that he engages Ahsoka. And we've seen Vader in some other properties. But this is... That's like after he's had, I'm assuming, what, five years as being Darth Vader? Yes. So he's kind of grown into the suit a little bit. He is him. It would be very interesting to get a glimpse of Vader at after this like three point, months, like where it's still new. Yeah, like he hasn't gotten accustomed to it yet. It feels would, awkward, kind of clunky. And he lost Padme like three months ago or something like that. Yeah, you know, just a couple months. Still you know, trying, trying to like get her out whole, of his head. He's still like he's Vader, but he's not. Yeah, and like as much as I, I love Revenge of the Sith. It's my favorite prequel. As much as I love that movie, and I love it. The scene where he, you know, 
basically where Palpatine goes and greets him for the yeah, first yeah. time, and he's in his full garb and everything after they've done all the procedures. It's the worst. Yeah, it's just not a very good scene, and the way he screams no, it's just that's not Vader, well, and the I I just can imagine James Earl Jones be like, all right, so you got to scream no, so, you know, and I want to see, but but what that scene does tell us is he's still not all the way so dark yet. In a, I could be giving it way more credit than it's due, but that's a theme on this show. Yeah, <laughs> so I. Watched something or read something online that was saying that they were talking about uh, in Revenge of the Sith, the last part, the last scenes, like the battle with Obi-Wan and him talking to Padme and even him on Mustafar when he kills the the the, the board meeting that was happening yeah. with the Trade Federation all, and all those guys. Um, they were talking about Anakin's eyes. Um, How they're yellow. So they were saying that a Sith, a Sith eyes turn that yellow when they're just completely filled with hatred yeah when the darkness has kind of like overtaken them sure and the interesting part about that is dooku's eyes are very rarely super super orange mm-hmm. in the clone wars there's only like one or two scenes where they kind of start to glow a little bit mm-hmm. and it's after he's done some evil shit okay but so it's kind of so, like and so anakin like after he went through and murdered all of those people it showed him on the balcony crying being somber and his eyes are glowing orange but when padme lands immediately his eyes turn back yeah and he's not there anymore but then when he faces off with obi-wan back to orange yeah so he's still in this kind of like waffling stage yeah and also the last time you see his eyes is when he's on the operation table and they bring the mask down on him his eyes are not orange at that point He probably thinks that he's going to go see Padme after this. You know? And there are... Um... Imagine if she had survived and then he shows up looking like that. <laughs> do you still love me? <laughs> do, you think she, do you think she'd still be her <laughs> eternal flame? She'd be like, I do not understand anymore. <laughs> uh, so another thing that I read or saw online was uh, just talking about Vader's suit in general. Mm-hmm. And to your point about the mask coming down and his eyes are not red yet, not mm-hmm. not fully evil yet. Um, one of the things that it was saying is Palpatine specifically designed the suit to torture Anakin. Like it's extremely painful on the inside of the suit. There are technological advances. They could build a suit for Anakin that would be more comfortable, that would provide less pain that would make him more human but Palpatine didn't want that for Anakin and I think I read or heard something that said that Anakin didn't want that either because in Anakin's mind he thought this hatred this pain was useful to him because it made him stronger in the dark side hmm He's got daddy issues. He's trying to be the darkest person possible for his uh, pseudo daddy. Yeah, I mean, Palpatine was like a father to him, yeah. as he said. Um, God, we, you know, that's another thing I want to see just from the Clone Wars is just more Palpatine Anakin stuff. Um, haven't got a ton of it yet. Well, so one other thing that like, so everything about the Bad Batch was phenomenal. Like, I loved every bit of it. This is just like something that has bothered me ever since Revenge of the Sith. When Palpatine comes out and makes the speech, 
which they declaring echo, it the Galactic Empire, which they echo in the Bad Batch. They use the original First, audio too, they which do. was great. Yeah, because loved it. Because uh, he's credited in it, Ian McDermott. Um, but if you were a senator from a system, and that dude walked out, do you really think you'd be like, "Nah, it seems on the level." It's crazy <laughs> this, how much they just go all in on it. This weird old guy that looks like he just got melted that now wears <laughs> a hood and is blatantly being evil. Like all of a sudden everyone is completely on board with him being like It does I know. But I like I get it. I I'm I'm being nitpicky, but still I mean, as you read through the Plagueis book, you'll see just how conniving he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on behind the scenes to set that up and just I mean you know, it's like ten minutes out of a two hour movie. Yeah. It didn't get fleshed out like it probably could have. Yeah. You know? I get it though. I mean it's kinda like, you know everybody's just like, Oh, that's great. Yeah, we're just gonna completely throw this away and start fresh. Yeah. No questions asked. Yeah, that's definitely the chancellor. Like, if you just looked at him, I'd be like, yeah, you're a different dude. <laughs> you're not the same guy, man. Yeah, you could have just as easily killed the chancellor. And yeah. <laughs> his human raisin is now declaring that he's the new emperor. Yeah. Um, that was a cool scene, though, in the Bad Batch. Oh, yeah, yeah. When they were showing the speech. Um, I really hope we get more Palpatine. Oh, it, I feel like it's 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 going to... You'll see him. I just don't know how much. Yeah. Um. Ooh, another thing that I loved. So when Tarkin comes in, he's Tarkin is very anti-clone, as you can tell. He's basically going in there, be like, "Yeah, we're breaking this contract. Yeah, um, we're not going to also be, we're not going to be uh, financing you anymore." Just, beautiful, beautiful, weird backdoor politics. Yes, it's, it's yes, perfect. Oh, yeah. Well, we have there. So your contract yeah. was with the Republic. This is the no Republic longer, yeah. no longer exists. Uh, so your contract is null and void. That is Trump level dealing. That right there. is so yeah. perfect for Tarkin. That is like, Trump level dealing. Oh, there. If they can build out that character more as that kind of weird corporate political bullshit conniving person, along with his weird evil stuff. Oh yeah. Like that's just. That's perfect. Yes. They can't do they wouldn't be able to do anything better with it's that. It's like character. the shit that like that the fucking trade school I went to that told me they're fully accredited. Oh yeah. And then you find out after the fact, like, yes, they are fully accredited within their university system, which included like Le Cordon Blue. Yeah. You know, yep. like so my credits wouldn't transfer anywhere. Yep. No, and like I've worked in corporate America long enough. Oh yeah, there's for... always just bullshit loopholes like that that are so clearly done in bad faith. Yeah, but they're there and they actually hold up. It's ridiculous. I remember being this was years ago. I worked at a company where I was in sales, and I was it was like still one of my first like big grown up jobs. So I was like a pie eyed optimist. I was like, yeah, we do good stuff. Like, yeah, Billy Mumphrey over I'm here. I'm gonna, right? I'm gonna <laughs> cockeyed optimist. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I was like, I'm good. No, I can, I can talk to people and I can tell them what we do and I can find a good fit for us. And that's why I was a shitty salesperson is because when I would sit next to someone and I would say, okay, here's the positives and negatives. If you go with us, it's gonna be more money. But here's what you get for that. If you go with our competitors may be cheaper, but you're sacrificing X, Y, and Z. And they would be like, okay, we're going with your competitors. And I'd be like, all right, then, well, give me a call. And every successful salesperson at the company just would blatantly lie to these people's faces 
and be like, nope, we got everything for you. Like, you don't need to worry about a thing. You Everything's so going to yeah. be set. You don't got to worry about anything. We have all of the developers that will be able to build this for you. They have experience doing it. They'll be able to show you a portfolio. All of that's taken care of. And guess what? They're ready to get started tomorrow. And as soon as they signed the document that said that we're going to go with you, immediately they were able to go to the higher ups and be like, okay, I got them to sign. So now we have to deliver. And that would get the higher ups to bend over backwards to make shit happen where people that were trying to be realistic like me just would get railroaded and steamrolled because they're like, well, no, we don't have time for you. This guy just closed a big deal. And it's like, yeah, but he closed a big deal lying his ass off. Yeah. That's where I started. That's where the socialist seed was planted (laughs) in this diabetic's head. (laughs) All right. We're getting off course here. So yeah, Tarkin, shady dealings. Um, but so he does not like the clones. He's breaking the contract under the grounds that the contract was with the Republic, and now it is now the Galactic Empire. So Therefore, the contract is null and void. And the communion's like, "Well, hey, we got some clones for you. Why don't you check these ones out?" So, anyways, he witnesses a fight in the mess <laughs> hall also, between Clone look, Force ninety nine. I know I've talked about corporate America. Oh enough, God, but. <laughs> The, the, the Camino and also demonstrated perfectly the other side of that, where it, he's supplying a product to someone and he's the sole vendor. And he's just like, that's been it. So he's been able to kick his feet up and all of a yeah. sudden the guy's like, nope, our contract's void. And that prime minister immediately was like, well, you know. We got some other clones. We can do stuff for you. <laughs> yeah. Like you can give us a chance here. <laughs> like all of a sudden he's like he's Gil scrambling he's to try Gil. to figure oh, shit out. Oh jeez. Oh gosh. Oh gosh, guy. You got to give me a chance. You got to you got to get the rust coating on these clones. <laughs> these things will rust up on you. God, go oh, make the sale. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I love though was after Tarkin witnesses the mess hall fight between the Regs and Clone Force 99. He's like, hey, we're going to test these ones out. So they bring him in to our fucking training facility that we know so well from fucking clone cadets. And it's so fucking great. I fucking love it because it's the American Gladiator facility again. (laughs) They didn't have the cool American like they they didn't have the cool American Gladiator. I was like when I first started, I was like, fuck, yeah, American Gladiators. Here we go. Now, they, they actually gave him harder tests than just the straight-up American Gladiators, but it was the same arena where we had American Gladiators before. It would have been great for just a second if they had to fight with the giant Q-tips that, yeah. <laughs> that they used on American Gladiators. I really wanted them to just have the one, the end. Remember, okay, so in Clone Cadets, like, they had that little prong yeah, or yeah, something yeah. that they had to scale and grab. Um, I wish that would have been there. Yeah. I would have loved to see just, like, heavy, just like, er, not heavy, record, just, like, jump up yep. there you know, like King Kong or something and just dominate. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, it was nice to see our American Gladiator arena again. I'm glad it's still there in Camino and it's still standing strong. That was an interesting scene, too. It is. And it, it, I mean, they don't need to do anything else to demonstrate that Tarkin doesn't give a shit about clones. And yes. just it pretty much considers them less than human. But that scene just encapsulates it where he's like, no, switch to live ammo. Like, who cares? 
like if we lose them, we lose them. That's totally cool. Wrecker has displayed a really good penchant for getting shot too. <laughs> yes, he has. Crosshair <laughs> shoots him once at the end, <laughs> and he also got shot by one of those beastly droids in yeah. the fucking live fire battle arena. That was great. Um, I did note like the shots on the cloning facility when you get like wide shots of what's going on there. Fucking amazing. There's a scene that leads into um, Tarkin just kind of looking creepily at this like fetus. Uh, this little yeah. clone fetus, yep. and and um, I can't remember which Camino was like. Isn't it remarkable? And he's like, "Well, we don't know that yet, or something like that." It's like, oh god, dude. yeah, this guy's got something up. This uh, I don't. This play, this show is gonna go dark places with him. So very dark places. There's one thing. So we were talking about stuff that we hope to see, and one thing that I got my fingers crossed on. It would be interesting to see it go this direction. Um, there is a story in, I guess it's considered Star Wars Legends at this point. Mm-hmm. It was a story arc, I believe, in the video game Star Wars Battlefront 2 for PlayStation 2. Great game. In the campaign. I where have that game. We should play it. It's great. It's great God, game. I love that game. Um, but there's a story in there. Part of the story arc is, I can't remember if it's the clones that start to rebel or if it's the Empire that decides we're shutting this cloning facility down. There's yeah. no there's no need for these there's no need for these clones. We're shutting you guys down. And then I think both the Kaminoans and the clones kind of rebel against the Empire. Mm-hmm. And the Kaminoans are like, we have an army here. We can we can rebel. So that all of the clones were on their side. Sure. But then the Empire comes in with their newly minted, like, volunteer stormtrooper force, and they contracted with Boba Fett to kind of lead the stormtroopers in killing these clones because he knows how they think because he's, you know, the same DNA makeup as them. Well, the Boba we saw just about a week ago would have you think differently. He's not like them. Well, and now we'll see. After some time, yeah, passes. Um, yeah. So, but that'd be a cool story arc to like. No, it'd be cool. The mix. There's a lot they can do with this. I'm really interested to see where this is gonna go. Um, so that was a really cool scene. The American Gladiators Arena. I really loved it. Um, so we also got another little excitement. Uh, another little exciting cameo. Saw Guerrera. Saw Guerrera. Yep. So after they impress in the American Gladiator Arena, Tarkin has a mission for them. And he says, well, you got to go take out these insurgents. And it's Saw Gerrera's camp. And God God bless Hunter, man. I mean, this guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, as soon as it, this guy really is really great about just being his own man. And he's a great leader, no matter what Crosshair says. Um, but, yeah, God bless Hunter for, like, thinking better and, like, actually, like, thinking out orders and what's bullshit and what There's isn't. There's no more perfect example of critical thinking than Hunter. Yes. <laughs> like, he's given an order and, like, wait a minute. And, like, I know it's not, cro- it's not Crosshair's fault. He's got a little thing. You yeah. Know, it's, got, it's, it's firing off every now and then. But just if I have to hear that motherfucker say one more time, good soldiers follow orders. Well, and that yeah, I know it's a callback to things that'll and, yeah, come up. in I know Wars. I've seen the meme. Yeah. Um, but just, oh, God, I, it's it was just insufferable. And I was just like, just kill him. Just so, come on, Hunter. Just come the on. other thing. The other thing that I was trying to comprehend, it wasn't completely clear. I'm assuming 
uh, Crosshairs is the only one to have the ship firing, but it was unclear to me if the other ones had the ship and it's in just their heads dormant. and it's either dormant or it's just not dialed up to the level that Crosshairs yes. is. And I kept like every single time one of the other ones would talk or like input it for a second. I thought it was going to be Crosshairs and Echo were the ones that were like, no, we got to kill Jedi. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. We have to follow orders. But it ended up only being Crosshairs. Yeah. Now, oh, what a really dark scene was when they first get back to Camino, and they're kind of just, you know, assessing everything. They're like, oh, this is crazy. You know, there are shock troopers everywhere, uh, which are basically like the elite of the elite for the regs, I guess. Um, and they're wheeling by a gurney or whatever. No, uh, it, you know. It was a stretcher. A stretcher. Yeah. yeah. And there's... You know, you see a, a, a hand kind of fall out and a lightsaber goes with it. And it's just, oh, dude. I mean, the art on that, just like the way, just the just the little things like that put stuff over the top. Like, that yeah. was such a great, cool thing to throw in there. I don't know, man. It just, it, the whole thing felt, like, big. Yeah. It felt big. Well, it felt big, but it's, ugh. I can't stress enough just how perfect that episode was. Like, the story, the pacing, like, the scene changes, like, everything. It yeah. didn't feel like it was that long, either. No. I mean, it didn't. It didn't feel like a drawn, long, drawn-out thing. Like, it was enjoyable. Every single... I don't think I was bored for Every scene anything. had, like, a purpose yes. and introduced something new, and yeah. it was great. And also, Omega is quite the shot. Yeah. Nice shot there on Crosshair. I'm interested to see what's going to happen here. Like, I almost feel like... Somebody at some point, I could see a storyline where one of them gets abducted by the Empire and they try doing some testing on them and try to get the chip to activate or something like that. But, I mean, can you imagine if the chip was active in all of them? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the Republic never, you know, the, the Rebels would have probably never stood a chance. Well, so one thing that I was a little confused by. Okay, so let's do this. We'll get back to the main story, but we've talked about what we love about the show so far. <laughs> to bring up some stuff that we were less excited about, um, just continuity stuff in like, we were kind of with the Clone Wars brought up to believe that shinies or regs kind of revered veterans. Like when, when yeah. like in, uh, what was the one? Cadets, clone cadets. When the first American Gladiators course. Clone Cadets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They when the about, ARC Troopers show up, they're, they they're talk like, about oh, ARC, it's troopers. The ARC Troopers. Yeah, so I don't understand. Or even this. as, like, the kids in just a few episodes ago when they were, um, um, when they when they visited the Killian's yeah, ship, yeah. they're just amazed to see these clone troopers and the Jedi. And so all I don't stuff, understand yeah. this weird kind of, like, hatred towards hatred them. Hatred that they got in the lunchroom. Yes. It's like, well, you know. I mean, there was a scene where when they first got back there, uh, they were like, oh, all these clones are acting different. Like, the regs are acting weird. And Tech then accidentally, he, Tech walks up to him and he's like, hey, clone trooper. Yeah, yeah. You know, what's your rank or something like that? And the, and the guy was just like, get, get, get out, out of my way. Get yeah, out of yeah. my way. And he's like, oh, nope, they're, they're acting normal to me. And so that also leads me to believe, like, I don't know, like, they're always dicks then. It's implied, at least. Yeah. And it was really, it, like, the one thing it did, it kind of soured my view on regs. Yeah. Like, it just did. Like, I liked them. Generally, I mean, watching the Clone Wars, you really grow to like them. 
Yeah. You know, like Cody and Rex and all of those well, guys. Cody and Rex are the obvious choices. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if we're talking about, uh, you know. Um, ponds. Ponds. <laughs> <laughs> Not ponds. No. Uh, who is the one in Rolly Boy, the Rolly Boy episode? Oh, God, I can't remember. His name was like Dubois or something like that. <laughs> what was the one? Cameron. Cameron. Cam- it was Cameron. Yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, they are likable and they're they're fr- They're not dicks. Yeah. They're not dicks. And so that whole like the whole dick vibe thing, I was like, I've never gotten that from them. And I don't know why they would suddenly be dicks. But it's also implied that they were always dicks to Clone Force 99. Well, it is kind of interesting, too, to watch. I mean, in Season 7, there are some, like, back and forth between them. But usually it's Clone Force 99 being dicks to the regs, yeah. you know? Well, and it's interesting to watch. I'm assuming, so all of the regs on Kamino, I'm assuming they're shinies and they haven't really seen combat. Yeah. So I think that that's, like, once you're in the battlefield, that's when you really start to, like, develop your special personality and yeah. like i'm assuming that's where you get like your tattoos your weird haircuts your personalized helmets and all of that shit yeah and like on camino i i even noted the first time that we were there and they were walking through the lunch line like everyone is uniform like they got the same haircut they look yes. exactly the same they sound exactly the same yeah so maybe that's just part of you're more of a dick on camino <laughs> Apparently, I mean, I don't know. We would have, we should go back, um, and I think I'm going to watch it tonight just out of curiosity. I'm going to watch Clone Cadets again. Oh, that's I, where we get 99, too. Yeah, that's where we get 99. Um, so I'm just going to watch it because I think it ties into this nicely. Uh, and I'm just going to kind of observe them and see yeah. what they're like in that. Because it's been a while. That's a while back that oh, we yeah. watched that. It was one of our first episodes. Yeah. That one's got the disclaimer on it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, no, maybe it does. I don't know. But yeah, that's a while back. That's like when we started this. Um, so yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff though. I mean, just so much stuff. There's no way we could do a regular breakdown of this. I mean, we could. We, I mean, we we fucking did it for the movie, the Clone Wars movie. Yeah, we somehow got that in under two hours. I think and eventually- then the recording was just brutal. I think but, eventually we'll do a standard episode. On yeah, it, I think we will. I just wanted um, to recap it. But it's May fourth. It just released. We wanted to get an instant reaction on it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of places it could go. There's a lot of things that we could see that would be cool to see. Um, where do you think? So what did they call the planet that they're headed to? J19. Yeah. What do you think J19 is? It's Rex. Are you sure? It's gotta be Rex. I saw, dude, people were talking about Rex in the preview. It looks aged. Yeah, it's Rex. It's gotta be Rex. Oh boy. See, and that's another spoiler that I'm going to find out. Like, why didn't Rex, I, I'm assuming... Rex somehow avoided Order 99. 66. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It's a long day. Yeah, you just flip that upside down. Yeah. Yeah, so it happens. Um, But I'm assuming he avoided that. So I'm kind of... Are you going to tell me how he avoided it? Are they going to discuss how he avoided it? I I mean, I'm assuming you know because you've seen the Possibly. entire series. Um, but, but there's some shit that gets thrown into Rebels that they don't really explain. And you're just left to be like, oh, okay, I guess. Like some clones pop up in Rebels. Sure. But they never explain how they avoided Order 66 or anything. So it's just like, okay, I guess they avoided it. And now they're... Well, maybe you got the bad batch and you got the batch that, you know, you burn the cookies a little bit, but they're still pretty good. Yeah. You know? But it's just like, that's something that I think we're all used to in Star Wars is they'll just 
be like, no, this is it now. Yeah, I mean, they we'll fill in things. We'll fill in the blanks later. Yeah, like uh, the other day online, I had commented on something. Um, I had just mentioned, like, I loved Rise of Skywalker. I really did. Yeah. But there was the line where Finn, when they're going down in the quicksand, and Finn's like, Ray, I never told you. And then you never get a payoff on yep. that. And then I commented that on something, and then somebody responded to me and said, oh, well, he was just going to tell her that he was Force-sensitive. They confirmed it in an interview. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. That's retconning. They just said that to cover their asses because they didn't take it out and they didn't pay it off. Like, that's retconning. Star Wars does a lot of retconning, yeah. which is fine. I just that's own a, it. That's Just own it. It's a know? double-edged sword. That's, like, simultaneously what I love about Star Wars and hate about Star Wars is we bring yes. it up all the time. Sifo-Dyas, like yeah. perfect example. Love Sifo-Dyas. I, I kind of love the fact that that dude was a typo and he's now a fully fleshed out yeah. character. If you haven't been listening to us, so Sifo-Dyas. <laughs> Sifo-Dyas was actually supposed to be Sidious, which makes a lot of sense. Um, Someone went a little fast and loose with the find and replace on that Microsoft. And Word apparently document. George Lucas just didn't want to use any whiteout um, <laughs> and was just like, oh, that's fine. We'll make it Sifo Dyas. And he literally became a canon character. The Darth Plagueis book we read, he's all over the fucking yeah. thing. Yep. <laughs> he's all over it. Uh, um, I don't know. Like, what haven't we covered about this episode? I mean, just fucking uh, tech fucking rules, by the way. Tech's awesome. Yeah, tech yeah. is the best one, hands down. Yeah. Like, he is the most well thought out. Yeah. He always has an answer for everything. Um, even Saw Guerrero says, like, oh, I thought I figured you were the smart I wanted, one. So, you know? I wanted so badly, and I did. I just ran out of time. I was too busy at work today, but I wanted to pull out. I'm going to, just so we have them loaded up on your soundboard. I'm pulling out all of Saul Guerrero's sound bites from Rogue One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just saying like weird shit. Yeah. Bukali. <laughs> <laughs> like we need that in that sound. Oh yeah. That's a good point. We do need some And then where he's like here. lies. <laughs> Deceptions. Like now, that he's an interesting case study. Awesome. Now, I read a little bit about him but I didn't go too far cuz not in the rebels yet. Uh and I you know I haven't seen He's in a later season of Clone Wars, yeah. Yes, and I'm just kind of curious. Like, I read up on him a little bit, I think, on Wikipedia, and something happens where he gets more radicalized. Like, he's a freedom fighter here, but something happens where he just kind of, like, goes off the deep end and becomes, like, still a freedom fighter, but his tactics change. And I don't think... And he must have got clunked on the head a few times. (laughs) I don't even think that I've gotten there. I think it's just... I honestly think it's just... And every time you see him, the later and later it gets, the more and more of him is, like, replaced by, like, robotics and weird shit like that. Yeah. But I do think it's a matter of... Like, even the first time you meet him, he's very kind of steadfast and, like, no, 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 no. Like... Your weird, peaceful kind of like, it's basically like this neoliberal bullshit's not going to work anymore. Like the, your yeah. peace loving things, that's not d- getting the job done. We're going to do it our way by blowing shit up. And yeah. he's kind of like never looked back from that. Yeah. So I think like the reason why he's so fucking crazy is just because he, it's a lifetime of butting up against the empire mm-hmm. where you're doing that shit and it's you know, making some kind of difference, but they're hitting back. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, 
It was Lies! <laughs> Deceptions! <laughs> I fucking love him. I do too! He's fucking great. But he's definitely not that saw at this point. No. He's a different guy at this point in his life. Which happens. People change. <laughs> and he changes a lot. Um, so, let's just get down to five questions. I'll throw five questions out there. You tell me if you think it's going to happen. Are we going to see Vader? Oh. I'll say yes, eventually. Okay. I don't know how many seasons this thing is going to last. Oh, but it's lasting forever. I'm going to say. If I have anything to do with it. Ev- eventually. I don't know if we'll get like a full on arc, but yeah, eventually know, like we'll, get, we'll get a glimpse. I actually think I'd rather have a cameo. Yeah, me too. I think it would just be nice to just have a little nugget. Well, and that's so. Okay. Not to get off the questions too far, but that was one thing that I was wondering throughout the episode until the turn happened with Crosshair is I was thinking, like, well, what's going to happen? Like, they need some kind of antagonist. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to be gunning for these guys? For a while, it looked like Tarkin. But then for a second, I was like, wait, is this show going to be kind of where they... It's kind of like the Empire turned in a good light. Like, Tarkin likes these guys, so they're yeah. going to be, like, going on missions for Tarkin. Um, thankfully, that didn't happen. Thankfully, that didn't yeah. happen. Because I would rather see. I can. I can kind of figure out how the empire got to be the empire. Yeah, and how they solidified power. You pretty much know that much. Yeah, I want to see what was going on that led up to the rebellion. I want to see these rebels build up, and I'd like to see what role the Bad Batch played in that rebellion. Because yeah. I think they probably played a big part. Yep, I'm my guess. Um, but it's see. cool that we have that antagonist now. That sure. was part of their crew, and now we're gonna get to see. Here's a good one. Some of that stuff. Will we see? General Kenobi. Will we? Here, I'll give you a little drop while you think about it. You got a hello, Dex. General Kenobi. Hello, Dex. (laughs) I love him. Please just give me him. It would be perfect, too, to get him right now on this. Well, with the Kenobi series coming up, you get Ewan McGregor to come in or drop two, three lines. That's the Come thing on, that I feel it. like I feel like we're going to just because I feel like that's what right now that's what Disney's going to start doing. Like they're they're going the Marvel doing, route where they're going to tie a bunch of shit yeah. in and they're going to make a bigger universe out of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. But they're they have it's that weird shit where like Lando says three lines in uh Rise of Skywalker and all of a sudden Disney's like, "Oh yeah, Lando's got a new show with that other lady." Yeah. It's that type of thing. We're like, they're going to drop in people just so they can like weave in a new series. I'm all for it. So am I. Give me everything. That's so okay. The podcast. That- you know that you know that meme where where fucking Patrick the star is just the burgers are woofing into his mouth. That's what I want them Home- to do with Star Wars content. Just throw Home- it into me. Homer in hell. <laughs> yes. When they're like, oh, you like donuts. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could have all the donuts in the world. Yes. And then he eats all of them. And he's like, more. Yeah. Like, that, or like Barney when he, when he wins the lifetime supply yeah. of Duff. And he's like, just hook it hook into, into my, my veins. veins. <laughs> um, that's what I want. Oh, God. Okay. So possible, Kenobi. It's possible. We could lead into it. Well, I think, you know, we'll that's, see. So that's what I was trying to think of. So the podcast that we were just on, the No Redeeming Qualities podcast, they had their Star Wars Day special. Thank mm-hmm. you guys for having us on and letting us talk about how amazing Ahsoka is. Um, 
listening to some of those other Star Wars podcasts were, was fucking painful. Like, I could barely get through five minutes of some of those guys. No, 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 no. Don't do that. No, it was bad, some of those guys. <laughs> you know it was. I'm not, pu- I'm not pulling it. punches, baby. I didn't listen to it. Um, but I don't understand all of this fucking hatred for Rise of Skywalker and the new trilogy, in fact. It's get the fuck over yourself. This, <laughs> this is what I'm going to say. Okay. I could. I mean, I've said as much on the air, so go for it. I could, you have the floor. I could understand if we were going by the new Hollywood model where it's like, okay, guess what? There's going to be only trilogies from this point moving forward. And we had three movies. And in 30 years from now, we'll have three more movies based off of those three movies. I could see if that was your one shot in like no more Star Wars movies after that. I could see being upset at the new trilogy. But when you have a new Star Wars series coming out almost every other month on Disney Plus, who gives a shit if a movie is like subpar or doesn't meet your expectations? Move the fuck on and start a new series. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you really don't like it, then just fucking curl up with your fucking shorts. Yes, curl up with your original trilogy VHS. You can borrow mine. It's right there. Guess what? It's THX Remastered. Guess what? Not every single Star Wars property is going to be good. And you know what that does? It makes the good ones stand out even more. But honestly, like, that being said, that's true. But I think you and I both enjoyed the sequel trilogy. Absolutely. Yes, there were things that we thought were like, well, there's something wrong there. But both you and... But good God, like, I have watched Attack of the Clones probably a (laughs) hundred times. So don't give me anything about... It just don't even fucking talk to no, me about just, a bad Star Wars movie, okay? It's, it's just this weird thing where it's like it's either good or it's bad. It's like, well, why the fuck can't it be both? Yeah, like the pre the prequels, they're good and bad. Like I love certain aspects of Attack of the Clones, and other parts yes. are very hard to watch. And that's what I'm saying. Like things don't have to be infallible. Yeah, like they don't. But I feel like so often fans get stuck in this mindset that. You cannot be critical of something. Or if you are critical of something, you have to hate the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Like, get over it, man. Yeah. It's a fucking, it's an, it's an entertainment medium. Be entertained. Yep. I don't, it drives me fucking nuts that people like get so fucking upset about this stuff. Like, oh, well, you know, the whole Palpatine coming back thing. Just fucking, enjoy, it's Palpatine. Enjoy yeah. it. He's right there. Yeah, the best bad guy of all time is right on your fucking screen. Quit complaining. He didn't have legs, and he was using a wheelchair that held him from the sky. Yes. <laughs> there was, but if you read, if you read any of the legends novels, you read any of the old comic books, you read anything. This is not novel ideas. These things have been fleshed out before. Palpatine always had clones. Mm-hmm. This was a thing in fuck. I knew about it in 1995. Yeah, from comic books. That's what. So when I first got into Star Wars, that's what I thought the Clone Wars was. Yeah. I thought Palpatine cloned himself a bunch of times (laughs) and they fought a war over it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah. So Bad Batch. Yeah, it was Bad Batch. Great. But no, just enjoy it. Nobody, nobody that doesn't enjoy it is listening to this. Yeah. They don't care about us. Um. Next question. Why were there a bunch of podcasts on there that were complaining about things? Oh God! Was you, it just literally we're we're gonna gotta, bitch? You, you gotta listen to it. <laughs> it's like we're gonna complain about the the last Jedi now. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Why? 
Yeah. Maybe talk about how much you like A New Hope. Uh, how about that? Fe- feminism gets brought up once. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's one of those. <laughs> hey, guys, honestly, it's not that hard to talk to girls. Just maybe go get some cognitive behavioral therapy. Get work through any of these issues that you got. Stop being so angry at the fucking world, and go out and have a, a reasonable conversation with an adult where you can learn another perspective. Jesus fucking Christ. Um. Okay. Next question. Three. Will we see Grogu? Oh, I didn't even... He's 50 years old! I hadn't even He's thought 50. about that. <laughs> He's 50! Get him down! They said Get it! Grogu! They said that he... Es- did it- okay, I haven't seen that episode of Mandalorian in a while. Did they say that he escaped during Order 66 or before Order 66? He's 50. He must have escaped during it. I don't know. Well, that's what I I'm wondering. I can't remember the line. I can't remember. But he's old. Okay. He's fucking old. No, no, no. I know that we could very likely see him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Likely. I think it's likely, based on how much they've invested in the Mandalorian, that we'll probably get some sort of Mando-adjacent storyline or just cameo. Well, they've already they've already shown in the trailer, I forget her name, but that one bounty hunter is in the Bad Batch series, or she's going to be in the Bad Batch series. You know the bounty hunter that he's with on Tatooine that he ends up killing, but then she comes back with Boba oh, Fett? Oh, yes, 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 It's yes. got the, like, robot stomach. Yeah. I forget her name. But... She'll be in the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, but yes. she's in Bad Batch. Sure. Okay, She cool. will be in Bad Batch. So, so they we will are have, We do know in... that we have some Mando-adjacent stuff. Yes. I think there will be more than that, yep. though. My prediction. Number four, and this is an important one. We've gotten to the first really important one, Obi-Wan. Ahsoka. She's got to make it. Absolutely. A hundred percent. This is so tied into the Clone Wars that there is no way they can avoid her. Yeah. She has to show up. Yep. And she better show up. There's some, there's some interesting stuff that. Now. There you go. You go. There's some interesting stuff that happens in Rebels where like, all I'll say is like something happens in Rebels and it's almost like the Rebel Alliance. Like they end up finding a group like the rebel of alliance that's just like fully formed and it's almost like this would set up a perfect avenue to show a group like the rebel alliance like forming. sure okay perfect okay so we got through four i got one more for you will we see now let me finish the whole thing before you answer don't cut me off yeah 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 Let's say we go to Tatooine. Let's say there happens to be a young man on Tatooine. (laughs) If we see Obi-Wan, there's a good chance we'll see this young man, right? Will that young man make it to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters? Who, Owen Lars? We're talking about Owen Lars? (laughs) You ruined my fun question. Will Luke get the goddamn power converters at least once in Star Wars? I don't know. It would be interesting to see if they were at a place called Tashi Station and there was like an eight-year-old boy picking picking up up fucking power power converters converters or like a five-year-old. It'd be fucking great. It would be great to see Luke around the age that we saw Caleb at in this episode. I think that, I mean, that's definitely in line on the Obi-Wan series. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. We're going to see like eight-year-old Luke. Yeah. Um, I wonder who will play him. That'll be interesting. Oh, man. Is Jake Lloyd available? <laughs> I think he's aged out of that a little bit. Oh, he is? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You could use some effects. I'm sure he's on the he's on the uh, convention circuit. We could uh, we could talk to him. Uh, yeah. 
So, okay, um, question for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you said don't cut me off, it led me to this question. So what was this planet they're heading to now? J19, J19 or J19? Yeah. Do you think that there could be a connection to our other friend that we met in season, I think, two, Cut? You remember the clone Cut? I remember Cut, yeah. The deserter. Yeah, Cut. Do you think it could be possible that they're heading towards... I mean, they said they know him. They got a friend. Yeah. Ooh, that would be cool. But because that was... How many kids do you think Cut has by now? (laughs) Because he got right to work on that. Did he not? It would be great if he's at like a Duggars situation at this point. (laughs) He's got like 20 kids. He's got a whole farm. And then they show up and they find child porn on his computer. He's got a whole (laughs) farm of Twi'leks. And then he's got one who's really weird and sits in the corner a lot. And they're like, we don't know about him. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, maybe Cut. That would be cool. But because maybe that... Rex is hanging out with Cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! We figured it out. All right. But that's another one that, like, during the Deserter episode, I'm like, well, what the fuck is going to happen with when Order sixty six hits? Is he going to stand up <laughs> yeah. like the Manchurian candidate yeah, and like walk, walk out, out the, the door? door? Dad went out for smokes and never <laughs> came back. Dad... <laughs> The Star Wars vernacular. Dad went out for smokes as dad went out and killed some Jedi. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, oh, that would be interesting, though. I'd like that. I dig. I test. Um, should we just do a standard light side, dark side? Sure. Let's just get into it. Let's do some a couple standard segments. Um, how about, okay, before we get into that, let's do it like we normally do. What would you give this episode? Oh, out of 10. God. Uh, I, I'm risking rating it too high, but I would go... 9.5. Yeah. I'm just so excited. I loved it. it was I, so I, good. I can't give it a perfect because if I give it a perfect, then if another episode, like if next week, if I enjoy that more, yeah, then you're in the whole like, then you're in the, the black hole giving everything a 10. Yep. I'm going to give it a nine. That gives me some wiggle room. Yeah. With a 9.5 or a 10. And it that's, was that's very not good. It, it, like, honestly, it, it felt like a 10. Yeah. But I'm going to give it a nine because we don't know where this is going to go. Also, our opinion is skewered because. So where you're at in the Clone Wars right now, mm-hmm. it is only starting to get good. Yeah. Like, it's the general consensus that where we are in the Clone Wars. Yeah. The end of season two, we started to get some real home runs it and still had some starting turns. to get good. And now we're starting to get consistently good episodes and the, the game has changed for us. So we have had, how many months has it been that we've been doing this podcast? Since November, I think. Yeah, so that's it's been a while. January, January February. That's six, March, seven April. months. April. Seven months. Six? Seven, seven months? So it's been like six to seven months of just like powering through really shitty animation and subpar storylines. Something like this is going to stand out. Yeah. I'm hoping that this is going to be, if we look back at this in five years, I'm hoping this is going to be like yeah. a seven. And so, we're yeah. going to go. And we also have to, yeah, we also have to look at it this way. Like within the last six, seven months, I have rated and I've done detailed reviews on Downfall of a Droid, <laughs> Bombad Jedi, Senate Spy, Gungan General. Gungan General. Um, yeah. So I've seen some turds. I've seen some turds and I've seen some, some real buttes. Yeah. The Innocence of Ryloth. Oh, Numa. Whole, whole... Give me Numa. Give me Numa and Omega together on screen at the same time. Then I will be a happy boy. That whole Ryloth series, or yeah. story arc was... Yeah. All right. So a 9 and a 9.5. Yep. 
just giving us some wiggle room there. But we, you know, enjoyment wise, ten, absolutely. We only have to wait like three days for Cheap the next episode. Butter. Yeah, and we'll have to. So we're going to be recording Clone Wars and Bad Batch this yeah. weekend. Very fun, very fun. All right, let's get to our couple little, you know, segments that yeah. we normally do. Always look on the light side of life. Gee, this is a very good show. Um, light side moment of the episode. For me, my light side moment of this episode is going to be uh, Omega when she crawls through the little when mm-hmm. they're in the cell and she breaks, you know, and, and Wrecker breaks the wall and like they whip it and she goes in there when she just falls directly on top of three clones <laughs> yeah. through the ceiling. Very good stuff. That was my light yeah. side moment of the week. What was yours? Um, it's really hard. There's a lot of stuff in here. I would say just the way that they tied in Kanan or Caleb, yeah. as he's known now, and seeing that firsthand. And Order 66 has always kind of fascinated me. And like you kind of touched on it earlier, we only got to see bits and pieces of it in Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. So like seeing it played out in real life and in these shows is just awesome and absolutely I'm so happy with what they did it was really well done if you only knew the power of the dark side all right dark side moment of the episode um for me my dark side moment was the order 66 moment okay it evoked i have never had like i love true star wars side. Yeah, yeah yeah it's a true dark side moment and it i've never had a moment I never expect... I've had a moment like this watching Star Wars, but I never expected it watching a television show at home. I literally got goosebumps during this. Yeah. I got fucking goosebumps. I was blown away. Just, I thought it was perfect. The way it was edited... And it was dark. The shots of... You never see her get shot, but you... You see her get a hit in the shoulder. And then you hear her screaming. screaming but the, the screaming. camera is on Caleb's face the entire yes. time. But the screaming... The voice acting of the screaming was incredible. Yeah, yeah. It really elicited, like, terror. Yeah. You know, she was terrified. Uh, so that's my dark side moment of the week. What's yours? Um, and this is, our, like, I understand why this stuff needs to happen. So I get it, but just... Uh, we've grown to love these clones. Yeah. So I don't like seeing them act like dicks and yeah. jackasses. Just not a fan of the clones. Not the, the regs. Not a fan of the regs There today. was a couple of parts, too, where some of those shock troopers, I wondered because... Are they? Yeah. Because Tarkin came in and right from the get-go was talking about, like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, recruited troopers are m- far superior. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of times where the voices sounded a little different. And, and some I, of the chatters struck me as, like, original stormtrooper chat i thought that like it sounded like for it. a second when yeah. they when the bad Batch come back and they fought that group of regs yeah i thought for a second a helmet was going to come off and, and you were going see... to see that they weren't a clone yeah possible so all righty <laughs> thank you rex oh get it up cheap all right dark horse Hero of the Week, Bad Batch, Episode 1, Aftermath. Dark Horse Hero of the Week. Uh, I already know I'm going to give my All-Star of the Week, too, so I don't want to have any crossover there. My Dark Horse Hero of the Week is actually going to be Wrecker. 
the start of the episode, I was kind of like, in, a, in Season 7, I was like, ah, I don't know about Wrecker. He's kind of a little yeah. brash me, but I don't know, man. When he got his little bunny, that little bunny <laughs> yeah. stuffed animal, and he, like, held onto it. Uh, he's just a lug. I love him. He's like a he's like a he's like a big baby. Yeah. So he really grew on me throughout the episode, and I think he's probably my second favorite in the batch. Okay. So wrecker, my dark horse hero. Who's yours? Oh, I could go with a tie. Um, I keep going back and forth between I can't remember her name, but Lama Say, the one that's walking yeah. around with yes. Omega the whole time. Sure. Like yep. she's seems to really in. In Legends, it, it's pretty clear that the Kaminoans don't really view the clones as people. Like yes. they view the clones as like she seemed very motherly towards Omega. Objects. She was very motherly. And it seems like this one's different. Like yeah. she seems to really love Omega and want what's good for her. And yes. like she saved the day with the Bad Batch. And at the end of the episode too, when she watched on the screen, yeah, as Omega escaped, she seemed like I don't know. They didn't display a ton of emotion but i felt like she was almost like okay good she's out of here she's yeah. safe yep she's safe with them you know yep the other one would be saw Guerrero. oh yeah like, saw Guerrero was great I that was a saw. really great cameo lots of great cameos and i just love the fact that he was like balls in your court motherfuckers yeah you're gonna kill a bunch of innocent people here you go here's your gun yeah loved like, it that that was fucking awesome saw Guerrero is a brave brave man i love saw lies do your do lies yeah. Deceptions! <laughs> Bugali! <laughs> Chibata! Alrighty. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. R2D Toa. Um. Do you think we'll get R2D Toa? That would be great. <laughs> He'll come in and just crush the oh, Empire in one you, false swoop. Do you think we're going to get a Jimmy Smith's Jimmy Smith's uh, sighting? I, it's very possible. Very possible. Because that's where R2 is at right now. Yeah. Let's go to Alderaan. Let's go. Let's go to Alderaan. Do you know who I hope we get to see? Oh, God. I don't know if we're this lucky. Orn Frita. No. What if we get to see some uh, some wedge development? Ooh. We get to see where Captain Antilles is coming from. I could see that. I could see that. That's There's a lot of stuff that we could see. Yeah. Many questions to be answered. Many places they could go. That's why I really hope... This goes for a long, long time. Yeah. I think it'd be great. All-Star of the Week, uh, Tech is my favorite of the batch. Oh, he's phenomenal. Full respect to Wrecker and Hunter, both great guys. Um, and also Echo. I like Echo a lot, too. And he also has a little R2 port on him, which is fun. Uh, and that will lead to some great hijinks later on in oh, the season. Yeah. But we've already seen it from him in Season 7. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just like Tech. I think yeah. he's like the... He's very personable. He's very good at what he does. Um yeah, tech. He's awesome. Yeah. I like tech. Well, and also, I feel like, I mean, growing up, I was kind of, I was on the tech side of things. Like, I wasn't, I was always a big kid, but I never played sports. I always preferred video games and, like, computer games and that type of stuff. So, I identify with the nerd of the group. Yeah. So, yeah. Tech. Good guy. Tech's a good guy. And he is, he is like the, uh, he's like the Swiss army knife. Yeah. Of the Bad Batch. Like, God, he always just gets him like, oh, we could do this, or we do this. Or when he was riding on the shoulders. He's always got answers. He's riding on the shoulders of that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Shock droid or whatever. Oh, uh, that was great. Do we want to do Death of the Week? I'm trying to think if there's a good death. Well, so my all-star of the week. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, So, God, I could go with Hunter. I was toying on giving it with Hunter. 
Just like how rational that guy was throughout it's the whole thing. Great. <laughs> yeah. For a guy that looks like Rambo, he sure thinks things through. It's <laughs> He's just not so like, funny. I'm going to blow everything up. No, it's he's like, like, no, that's a... Like when, when they go uh, to... Uh, put down the insurgents and he sees that it's humans and he's like and then they get surrounded by this and he's just like no put you on like they could easily have taken them all out it right is there. amazing how when you're just when you've seen nothing but uh reactionary bullshit action yeah it's amazing how just one person being like hold on a second guys let's yes. think this through <laughs> like what a difference Loved that it. makes yeah it's great um but i'm gonna give my all-star of the week to tarkin like okay. yeah. that dude is effective yes and <laughs> getting his yeah. shit done same with crosshair yeah like crosshair was great like i fucking hate him but that's the point yeah i'm supposed to hate him just oh that voice i like it when a too. bad guy does their job and i fucking hate i him. love tarkin's voice yes they were fucking great so grandma tarkin tech oh i'm looking right at you big daddy right at you um yeah i don't know um any final thoughts? Oh, I'm, I am looking forward to seeing the uh, budding relationship and friendship between Omega and Hunter. Oh, yeah. Love it. Yep. I love that father-daughter relationship that they got going. It's great. I feel like we're going to get to see, uh, <laughs> like, Hunter is probably going, we're probably going to get some story about, uh, like, Hunter trying to, like, keep a like healthy amount of distance in the relationship and try to like instill some yeah. stuff. And then Wrecker is just going to be like, Rah! yeah, <laughs> I like this girl. <laughs> you know, it's great. Uh, when she handed him the stuffed doll, I mean, come so on funny. when he was, when he was like going around the thing and it's like, where is it? Where is it? I was like, Oh my God, I hope he's talking about the doll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Omega is going to be awesome. Yeah. I love Omega. They really hit that one out of the park. Yep. Really great. So honorable all-star of the week to Omega as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really got much else. Um, death of the week. We I mean, do it. we can do a death of the week. I think the only, the one that deserves it most of all is, let's, uh, let's, let's hit it first. You oh, die yeah, yeah. in childbirth. So uncivilized. He dies. He dies. Hello, hello, and welcome to Florida. People go to Florida <laughs> to die. Um, uh, death of the week. Mine is in, like, the final battle scene in the hangar with Crosshair and the Shock Troopers when Wrecker decides to go balls to the wall, and he ends up just, like, chucking yeah, yeah. a fucking... He just starts throwing, like, trash at them. Well, he does, the, <laughs> he does the Hulk smash. Yeah, he does the Hulk the smash shit, yeah. And then he, like, throws the doors at him. Yeah, he throws the doors at him and hits, like, three of them and just takes them out like a bowling pins or something. Yeah. That was good stuff. That's my favorite. I think, for me, and you had talked about how much it hit you emotionally... Uh, Deepa Bilaba. Yeah. Caleb's master. I think I said her name right, but oh, stop that, bringing me down. We're, Death of the Week's supposed to be one, funny. That one was a <laughs> good one, but when it's acted that well, credit yeah. where it's due. Yeah, I mean, if you if you watch the show and that first five minutes didn't do anything to you, go get your pulse checked. I mean, that was something. I can't remember that if was it's... Fucking something. I can't remember if it's in the Bad Batch arc, or there is a scene in Season 7 of Clone Wars... Where you do get to see Deepa and Caleb on a hollow. And I can't remember if it's in the back oh, really? or in a different one. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Um, it's only because I'm so in love. What would I do without the listeners? No. I, I should still shout <laughs> no, out the listeners. So it's not a standard you. episode. Absolutely. God, this is a great song. 
<laughs> I'm gonna make a. You're stuck with me, Scott. I'm gonna make guy. a Clone Wars montage of just pictures to that song. <laughs> it's gonna be great. So, depressed Kenobi, Ithorian historian, you'll know, rural farm boy, wayfinder pod, a drop of magic, aka Eliza. Ithorian historian has quickly shot. He to made the, custom to the art for the top last of my list. I fucking love Ithorian historian. Ithorian historian, you are a champ. Um, but yes, <laughs> all the beautiful listeners, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to reach us, please reach out to us, clonecastpod at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of this free-flowing format. We'd like to hear from you guys. Um, you know, we didn't have an outline like we normally do. No, we're it's just, just kind of winging it. We're just, just winging it. So if it sucked, let us know. We'd like to know because yeah. we're kind of trying to figure out how we want to approach the Bad Batch. Yeah. We don't want to do it exactly the same as we do the clone cast. And this has been fun for us. I, I had a great time you. talking. I really liked just bullshitting. I had a for... great time talking, speculating. Where is this going to go? Um... Yeah, so, but if you liked it, let us know. If you didn't like it, let us know. Just reach out to us, clonecastpod at gmail.com, clonecastpod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Adam, do we have anything else? No, that's just it. I think the next episode that we are going to be reviewing is Academy? It that's is the, the Academy. next one we're recording, the one that is going to be The next one is going to come out Thursday. Will be corruption. Corruption. That's the T, sis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of sprite bottles are in your future if you're a fan Next of the Next episode cast. is brought to you by Lipton. <laughs> Lipton iced tea. But yeah, so watch out for those. Uh, and then we'll be recording yep. the next Bad Batch episode, releasing that next week. Yep. So we'll try to get the Bad Batch episodes out the day after, the day of. Who knows? It depends when they fall and when we can get together. Um, but expect them as soon as possible after the episode's release. And then as far as the regular Clone Wars series, our watch through, that is always Monday and Thursday. So uh, until Thursday, we will see you on Thursday for corruption. Until then, may the Bugali be with you. A very happy May the 4th to you all. Execute Order 66. I'm a desperate man. Send lawyers, guns, and money. The shit has hit the fan. Hey, hey.